Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Well, it's time for a test, dear friends. Now, don't be alarmed and change the channel or cut me off. Let's think about this biblically speaking. The Apostle Paul told the church at Corinth to test themselves in 2 Corinthians 13.5. To the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, he said, Test all things, hold fast what is good. So when I say let's take a test, well, let's just test some things in our study today. You'll see what I'm talking about, dear friends. We appreciate our J-Webb's introductions and greetings to all of you. And today we continue our Are You Studying series. Now, for our newer listeners, this is a verse-by-verse study of a given book and chapter of the Bible. And today we're going to continue our study from 1 John. Now, as we enter chapter 2 in a moment, let me pause and say that if you'd like to listen to the broadcast about John or 1 John chapter 1, go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com and click on the radio tab and then click on the broadcast tab underneath it. You'll scroll down and select the 15-minute messages and you'll be able to find the book, chapter, and verse that you are looking for or the studies from 1 John chapter 1. Now, let's read 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, and we're going to pause as our J-Web has a very special study for you today. We begin with 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now, by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Now again, our study will begin in a moment, but now let's hear our free Bible study offer from our J-Web. Answering Questions to Christianity is another free study we offer from IGH. Are there questions you have about Christianity? Would you not love to have a biblical answer to those questions? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Question Study in the message box. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. Now, dear friends, let's consider the test from 1 John chapter 2 
And let's start with just verses 1 and 2 and talk about the test of sin. Now, we're going to build off chapter 1 because, again, John says, These things I write to you so that you may not sin. He has dealt with walking in the light. He has dealt with the Christian confessing sins. And when he says, If any man sin, well, yes, man will sin, again, as we noted that in 1 John 1, 8 through 10. John is elaborating further how we are forgiven of that sin, and that is through Jesus Christ. In other words, this is only a test, and this is a test to make sure things are working correctly, to remind us of the teachings of forgiveness in Christ. There are two words given that reflect what I call willing giving, that applies to Christ and only to Christ. There are two words in this text that I want us to note as the word advocate and the word propitiation. So let's talk about it. Both of these words apply to Christ and only to Christ. There is no other advocate than Jesus Christ. Now, only John uses this word in the New Testament. But now, it's the same Greek word as is used in John 14 and verse 16 and verse 26, John 15:26 and John 16 and verse 7, where it is translated in some translations as comforter and others it is helper. It's applied to the Holy Spirit and His work in guiding and teaching the apostles into all truth. After all, that is to whom Jesus was speaking in John 14 through 16. Now again, it is also translated helper in Christ is our helper in heaven. He is called the righteous. He is the only one who walked as a divine human. And he's the only one that could serve as our advocate. He is our high priest, our intercessor, as we note from Hebrews 7, verses 25 and 26, and Isaiah 53, verse 12. He's on the right hand of the Father, Hebrews 1, verses 2 and 3, and also our mediator between us and God, 1 Timothy 2, 5. Now, as an advocate, Christ, if you will, serves as our lawyer or our attorney to represent us. He will speak on our defense with and as the atonement of our sins. It is if when the Christian sins and the Christian is walking in the light, he is confessing his sin, he has the advocate of the Father that when we pray to the Father and we're walking in the light, Jesus speaks on our defense and in essence says, Father, we know him and we can defend his life because he trusts and he is obedient to us. Love that word advocate. I have a beloved brother in Christ who is a gospel preacher, and he also serves as a lawyer. And, oh, I love to hear him talk about Christ being our advocate. I can't even touch the job that he does. But, dear friends, when we look at the Scriptures, I'm thankful that the advocate is pleading on my behalf. Also, the word propitiation. Not only is he pleading on our behalf, but he appeased God on our behalf. The word propitiation is a word that means to remove the wrath. Listen to Romans 3.25. Great description. 
whom God hath sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Now that explains how Jesus, to the Christians at Rome, is the propitiation through faith in his blood, that it took the propitiation, the appeaser, Christ, to appease God and to remove wrath from us through Jesus Christ. Oh, dear friends, this is for the whole world. What a wonderful promise and the price that is paid for all. To remove our sins, then, we see how things are working correctly. We are testing things. As the Christian confesses his sins, Christ represents the Christian at the throne of God, and he is the propitiation. He removes the wrath of God from one's life, and his blood is continually cleansing the Christian as the propitiation. Now, dear friends, as we've noted in previous studies of 1 John, John is dealing with a group of people, a false doctrine that is so damnable it's not even funny, called Gnosticism. And so this attacks the Docetic's belief in that he was like a phantom because his blood still cleanses. It took the shedding of blood as man on the cross for you and for me. The Serinthians, well, they can have their viewpoint, but Christ is in the very presence of God. And the ascetics that will say that your sin is physical, but your spiritual is fine, well, we are reminded that sin is removed through Christ and the confession of sin, all due to Christ. Dear friends, what a wonderful thought when we look at the test of sin, or in other words, this is only a test to make sure we understand that as Christians, what God has done for us. Dear friends, when I think about walking in the light where the blood of Christ is, and earlier as we study in the first John chapter 1, but we think of other passages of how we are washed in the blood of the Lamb, Revelation 1 and verse 5, I think about such texts as Romans chapter 6 when we're baptized into his death. Well, that's where the blood was shed, dear friends. And I'm grateful that through our faith in God, Hebrews 11:6, the repentance of our sins, Luke 13:3, the confession of Christ, as we note from Matthew 10:32, as well as Philippians 2:11, and when we're baptized into the death of Christ for the remission of sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, that one is added to the church we read of in the New Testament, Acts 2 verse 47, of which Christ is the head. And then we walk in the light as He is in the light. Dear friends, I'm going to come back in a few moments and wrap up our broadcast and give you a little preview of our next study. But first, let's pause, and we want you to hear about a very special broadcast on our YouTube channel. Here is our J-Webb. For many years, you've heard us over the air and online. And now we're excited to announce you can see the International Gospel Hour program on our YouTube channel. A new episode is uploaded weekly, and feel free to view our other offerings as well. It is free to subscribe to the International Gospel Hour on YouTube. Again, please take some time to watch the International Gospel Hour on our YouTube channel. And be sure to click the subscribe button while you're there. It's free. Dear friends, our time has gotten away, but we will continue our studies from 1 John 2 another time. Please stay tuned for our Are You Studying series 
Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God, we